Welcome to Fandoms, a show from every fan's point of view. Brought to you by the Nerd Initiative Network. Here's your hosts, Tony and Michael. And welcome. We are starting a new episode. Uh, how are you doing, Michael? I'm good. That's such a dope opening. It's insane. I I absolutely love it. You know, it's kind of, you know, it was really cool when we first started. We did the first opening. It was all about, you know, the team and just showing how many content creators there are now when we're able to do that we can show all of the different projects i mean there's you know turn a page uh the hall of armor puja's picks did you know you know fandoms the comic press podcast like it's it's kind of like a little easter egg thing and my kid was super excited because there's even a picture of him in it and he's uh, like that's awesome. me so yeah yeah so much fun and if you guys don't know when you go back to the recording take and slow it down um, there are four quotes and they're my favorite quotes. You'll catch them. <laughs> um, there is, did you know, of course, uh, there's uh, welcome to paper, paperweight entertainment's hall of armor. Um, there's, uh, uh, this is most of the popcorn, uh, having the discussion so you don't have to. And then the last but not least, my very favorite one more thing and I'll shut up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so thing. much, so much fun. Absolutely. How to get that in there. Um, you got to trademark that. Exactly, you do. Like that, that. That that needs. You know what? That needs to be a shirt. I know you've got something that that Erica made you, but a little hoodie. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Look, I will say this, and and Ken's watching right now, who is the new, the, the brand new host and editor in chief of comics, and the brand new host of Turn a Page. And I, I I won't butcher it, but I can't do it justice, even though the show was insane. But he is an evil genius, and literally the ending uh like is just brilliant it's like and turn a page and i was just like wow yeah no but you know honestly that is where you can see he's seasoned in doing this stuff oh, now, yeah. i know a lot of times like with like uh the odph um it's it's very much non-visible it's 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 voice because like i'll hear to the podcast um but even having him on screen and having the guys and it was very smooth. They that, not like us. Like we tend to, we tend to be very talkative <laughs> and we, we, we sometimes will overlap. Uh, it was very nice to kind of hear a very, it's kind of like Will Wilkins. It's like very smooth vo voices, vocals, everything that I wanted. Like literally I was sitting there. Taking it is good the whole to, time. it is good to watch um, not only different, different perspectives, but watch people that are, and in a positive way that you're absorbing. And I, I got a chance to produce the show so that they could focus on it. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And just kind of literally be behind the scenes and pull up photos and, and things like that. And it's, it's really, I mean, look, that's, we need more of that in the world where people actually want to watch and learn and grow and, and pick up stuff from people that are good at what they do mm -hmm. and, you know, and not hate again, we always talk about toxicity and things like that, but not hate on what they're doing, but respect it and be like, ah, oh, like I liked what they did there. And I, you know, and we have so many people like that. And I think that is, it, it's kind of cool to kind of be involved in that and see them do their thing and do it really well. And yeah, the, it, you, you, that, you, that's how you get better. And it's so, it's, yeah, it's, it's really all good. about, and, and it's all about imitation. You know, imitation is one of the best form of flattery, you know, at the same time, like I know where I have worked 
in the different roles that I am, if I can watch somebody do it and I can imitate what they're doing, it's so much easier for me. And when you try to do something just out of the blue without even considering other people, like learn from the people you love, but don't try to be a carbon copy. Take the time to actually, you know, figure out how could I take this and make it my own thing and do it my own way. Um, Whereas like you have a lot of people, let's say uh, TikTok. Uh, I'm just thinking about uh, Amanda Castrillo, Amanda just vibing. Uh, One of the things that she does that she does really well is whenever she gets mail, she grabs, you know, she gets the box. She's like, I got a thing in the mail. And she she does this certain inflection. And it's sad because a lot of people, a lot of people will try to imitate her and do exactly what she's doing. And they're trying to do the exact same thing. And it's like, no, no, get the idea that she made something so simple as I got a thing in the mail and she made it catchy and make it your own thing. Just find a way. I to actually saw. Speaking of her, um, and I didn't know what she was doing for a second until I watched the whole thing. And I, I look the internet culture is. I mean, we're old enough, and so is Ken, um, which is nice. And I'm not calling anybody off being old. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like in my twenties. No, no. Uh, I mean, we, but we like we've seen things evolve, right? That's what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. I still can't wrap my mind around some things sometimes. And this guy was doing something about. It was something about a movie and I, I, the specifics escape me right now, but he was doing something and, and then she came on, I'm watching my dog, making sure she doesn't kill anything. Uh, (laughs) I'll say hi. Um, and I realized once she comes on, this guy copied her word for word from her video. I was like, Whoa. And you know, she, you know, obviously found it and you know, was just kind of laughing and and having fun with it, but like showed her original video. And I was just like, I, the, the internet baffles me sometimes. It really, really does. You can yeah. do what it is. Um, there are people that do word for word copying where they will, so they'll crazy. basically just write the script down and then redo it. That's There's so also crazy. people that literally take your footage and then make it as their own. Um, one of the, one of the, one of my favorite, uh, you guys know the, the, the divorce from HR, the Star Wars. Oh yeah, she's great. Uh, she's fantastic. She's had to do a couple of times where she's gone out and said, listen, there's another account out there, the same profile picture, my, my name, all this stuff. And it's not me. It's not me. And they're getting more views than I'm getting. Like it's, it's sad. She's like, I haven't made Dolores content in this, how many, you know, this yeah. length of time, like, you know, this is not me. And, and it's sad because in some cases you will look on pages and you'll see people that'll say like, Oh, it's the fan account. And they're, you can tell that they're really a big fan. So they're, they're kind of reposting videos, but what they don't realize is doing that actually hurts the creator that they're a Mm -hmm. fan of. Yeah. It's like, it's like, and and again, we're talking about, you know, we're right now during the, the writers and the, uh, the actor strike. I was just going to say that. AMPTP. But like one of the things that you, you don't realize is people who post shows on, on TikTok. um, now, in some ways, it's a masterful way to get you to want to go watch a show because I can't tell you how many times I have been pushed to see something because I saw it on TikTok, which I think is a big reason why a lot of people need to realize, you know, just you making content about something sometimes pushes people to go into areas that you don't know, which is why mm. influencers and content creators are so involved right now in why, you know, SAG after wants you to like back up and, and, and back away because we're kind of doing their job. But at the same time, like 
they're stealing content and they're posting it on like some people will never go watch those shows or anything. And then there's no residuals. There's no, you know, paychecks to the actors or the writers. And mind you with streaming, there's really none right now anyway. So studios pay your people, but regardless it, you know, I didn't even go with that. I'm sorry. I'm getting preachy. No, it's good. So, no. But Hey, as a nice little, um, What happened there? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm back. I didn't touch anything there. I don't know if you guys missed me. <laughs> no, I got like a notification. It was like your connection dropped or whatever, but okay. Oh. Aww. Hopefully Leia didn't whatever. Eat, <laughs> Eat the Wi-Fi router. Um, okay. So let's not hold people up anymore as far yeah. as why some people might be tuned in, which I, I, I hope some people did tune in. So we did a... Nice little giveaway for July. Yep. We, have, we have a few giveaways. Uh, we had a live um, earlier this week where we were going over all the QR codes. This one is for the Spider-Man Stanley box, basically. So without spilling stuff, because I'm like a mess right now. But uh, we posted some photos on Instagram and other places. The giveaway was to basically just sign up to our newsletter and send us your name and email address. That's it, right? Um, so we got, you know, Stanley Funko. We have some Legos in here. Um, it's scattered around my office right now. There's an Avengers hoodie. There's another. There's a Venom hoodie. There's some cool Spider-Man, you know. Oh, there we go. I thought I got, I thought I lost, lost connection again. Um, no, so yeah. I just said... This one's my favorite, um, and I got another one copied to get signed, by the way. This is uh, a Del Otto variant cover um, that I'm in love with. It's Gwen Stacy falling, um, so that's going to be in there as well. So we picked a winner. Uh, she is beyond deserving. Um, I wish oh, I should have pulled up some, some imagery for this, but uh, Emma Shotwell, uh, you are <laughs> Derek's like any Wolverine merch. Um, the biggest diehard Wolverine fan uh, around. Um, but Emma, if you are watching, if you're not watching, totally okay. We we communicated earlier. Uh, she is amazing. She's also in the, the comic community, which is really cool. And that was, you know, a lucky byproduct. But um, Absolutely. watch her content. Go check her out. She is fantastic. Uh, very supportive. She also put me on to something we're going to talk about in a second. But um, Emma, congratulations. We're going to send this out once I repack everything up because it's now a mess. But we're going to send this out tomorrow morning. You know, thank you for entering. And there's more to come. So let's really quick go over. Yeah, let's keep things straight. So we had the giveaway, which was basically to sign up for this, right? Here's the QR code. It's the contact us page. Mm -hmm. um, keep this in mind. I'm putting it back up. You know, we're not milking it because we've already done this giveaway. We are going to do monthly giveaways amongst other things. So I feel free, hit the QR code, just give us your, your name and your email. And we'll be doing this all the time. Um, that will dovetail into another giveaway that we're doing. So this is the July giveaway and we'll keep it more organized next time. Uh, the next giveaway we're going to do is, actually for Ken and for turn a page and for um, for the, their first episode was on secret invasion uh, the comic series. We're not talking about the show because obviously um, and there's basically you're getting the entire original comic run from 2009 and you get another 
I mean, the guy is kind of the variant cover king. Um, you're getting another, this is not the cover, but you get another Del Auto uh, variant cover, which I really wanted to keep, but I was like, I'm not going to do it. So that's another giveaway. Again, mm -hmm. same thing. Drop your email. You'll be entered into it. The July people are going to be entered into it as well. So if you missed out on this, because Emma won, um, you'll get that. And the final giveaway, the only thing that you actually have to do anything for uh, monetarily is the giveaway for the sneakers. Uh, so for those who don't know, we understand because this it's not has not. Well, been let me just also say something real quick. This QR code is not the QR code for the giveaway. This is the pre-order yes. the shoes. But yeah, yes. go ahead. So if you had ordered it, you will be entered into a special giveaway. Um, one that's one of a kind. So we did we did a sneaker drop for those who don't know. Uh, and I will be done in a second. I literally, I will genuinely shut up. I want to shut up. There's just so much to say real quick. But um, we did a sneaker uh, drop with our buddy Shoebaker, uh, the Spidey Venom Kicks. They are insane. Um, we, it, people have been really excited about it. So those who pre-ordered and those who continue to order will be entered into a, a little bit of a bigger giveaway, right? Um, so these kicks are, the sneakers are custom made. Um, there's a 50 pair pre-run, one Spider-Man, one Venom. There's plans to expand beyond that. But if you order these and continue to order them, uh, we are going to, you're not going to get only just get your pair. You'll get a golden ticket and that golden ticket will result in you getting an extra Spider-Man shoe signed by Shamik Moore, uh, the voice of Miles Morales in Across and Into the Spider-Verse. Um, it's going to happen at New York Comic Con. We have the ticket already to get done. You will get that as well as like a collectible to do whatever you want to do. Wear it, put on your, you know, put mm -hmm. it on your wall, whatever. You'll have your pair as well. It's been hard to explain. They're not this pair. This is the, the Spider-Verse pair. It's going to be our shoes signed by Shamik. This is just an example. So with that, I'm done for real. <laughs> so let's let's also just kind of remind you guys when you do the um and let's pull it back up here real quick let me see if i can you have this no not that one not that one this one um <laughs> when, you, when you follow when you follow this qr code you're not just entering into the giveaways or any future giveaways what you're doing is you're adding yourself to our newsletter this is yeah. going to let you guys know about any special things that we're doing. If we're going to be at a convention doing something, which hopefully in the next month or so, we should have some really big news to share mm. about yes. an upcoming convention, um, as well as things about future drops, um, new shows, or anything special that's happening. All of that stuff is going to be a part of that uh, that newsletter. And um, by all means, you know, it's it's cool to get that information because, yes, we have the Nerd Initiative website. Yes, we have our YouTube channel and and, and things. But but really, like getting that newsletter kind of gives you like the whole summary of what's going on. Mm. Um, and that's a monthly newsletter. Don't worry. You're not going to get bombarded weekly. Nah, um, we're nah. not we're not trying to spam people um, once a month um, when we know it's ready um, and we, we want to make sure it's 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 done right. We will send a newsletter to you guys. Um, so that you know what's going on with us. So that's it. And um, I mean, and we are going to do a lot of giveaways. Like we, oddly enough, we are weird people who love to give away stuff and love to to do it. And there's really, you know, aside from the, sh the shoes was a, was a unique experience for us because 
we're not used to selling stuff, right? Like we have a merch store, we have stuff like that, but that's mainly support and mainly speaking of, of which, there you go. Keep the lights on. <laughs> if you want to be a winner and you don't want to wait and you don't want to have to be, you know, at the mercy of whatever we're going to do, you can always buy yourself something. It is a win-win situation. And um, we're always up open for, um, you know, recommendations of what kind of stuff you want to see um, from the initiative merch store. So that's my plug. Yeah. So we can leave this up, I think, to contact us, you know, continue to do that. It's, it's, it's key. You're basically plugging into us and, all the things we do and there's going to be a lot more to come. Uh, so you're going to want to, you're going to want to stay abreast of the situation um, because there's a lot of cool stuff coming, a lot of giveaways. Um, I think we give away more than we take. So <laughs> if you're, if you're not involved, uh, then you're missing out a little bit is what I'm saying. It doesn't cost you anything. It's a name and an email. So do that. Um, the shoes will, will push you. We'll will push a little less than yeah. yeah. Sign up for the, for the newsletter and other things as well. So, and reach out so, to us. Yep. So Michael, yeah. let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and touch bases on some of the stuff that's going on with us. Again, this is, this episode is called shooting the breeze. Um, we didn't bring a guest on because it's been a while since we didn't just have a guest. Um, one of the things we've been trying to do with fandoms is really, um, giving opportunities for, for different creators or different people from different walks of life. Um, to kind of really talk about what they love and their fandom. Uh, we've had, you know, um, Dragon Lady JJ. We've had Blake Koala. We've mm -hmm. had Will Wilkins. And last week we had a whole panel of three people while Michael was enjoying the lap of luxury at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and we talked about the SAG-AFTRA and the WGA strike um, and what it really pertained to with us as influencers. Uh, we've, we've, we've met uh, Jade Rogers from um, House of Afros Capes and Curls. Uh, we had CJ on. For, it's been a really busy season for us, Aww. like kind of talking about stuff. Is, Look how doing, cute girl? that dog is. <laughs> what is she doing? What are you doing, girl? She just wants to be in the limelight. That's all it is. You know what? <laughs> I don't know what she's doing, but okay. Yeah. Um, but but we've had a lot of we've had a lot of people on. But Michael, let's let's go ahead and talk about some things that are kind of going on with Nerd Initiative. Not necessarily the drops or anything else, but like you know, we it's been a it's been a busy year. Um, oh yeah. And it's only going to get busier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, by this time last year, we at least had one con under our bell with awesome con. Um, you'd already done terrific con. You did that. You did the John Romita C, uh, junior, uh, video, which I thought was fantastic. Um, where he was talking, I believe he was talking about, uh, what was it? Nine 11 and the, uh, the nine 11 cover and stuff. So she's good. So I let her out. I let her out. Let her let her out. out. Um, hold on. She's like, dad. Um, yeah, so let me close this door. Yeah. Uh, so saw him again this year at San Diego too. So if we're going to, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a lot to talk about, right? So yeah. San Diego, we went, um, went with my, with our, one of our members as well. Uh, you seen that guy who, uh, Everyone knows and loves. Yassine's the best. Um, and we had a blast. It was, it is the king of commerce is what I will say about San Diego. Um, and it's, it, we actually went to Terrific Con again this past. Let's see if she's trying to get in again. We went to Terrific Con again this past weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a big contrast, right? So mm -hmm. San Diego 
is huge and it reminds me a lot of NYCC. Um, it was actually kind of cool with the strike. And I was talking to JR about that, John Romita Jr. Um, that really a lot of things went back to comics. I went back to the roots, but it was still crazy, right? And there's, I wish actually we had pictures. I wonder if we can still, if I can still pull them up if they're on my screen. Um, Cause there's some really good pictures that you've seen kind of, there was a lot of anime there. Um, I'm looking oh yeah. People would think that like the cosplay know. was the cosplay was phenomenal as well. The yeah, the cosplay is amazing. It's kind of like D23. The it really was professional on a next level. Um, the merchandise. I, I where do I even begin? I mean, McFarland had launched his so many cool things. Now they're doing. You know how they have sketch covers that are blank that you sketch on. You, you they know, had like, the sketch figures. I saw those. Yeah, figures now. And so and there was metal. And I think McFarland Toys is really coming into its own and being a big thing. And he's yeah. even doing something now where he's 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 on whatnot. And I think he's doing like he's auctioning off. They're cutting parts of the booth. So you know how like the booth had vinyl photos. And so that's something where you can get it signed. Like if you want to get like a oh. rolled up part of the booth that has spawn or this or that, like. Yeah, I mean that it's it's that's really a great cool. way to recycle the the booth to to make really money, cool, I guess. really cool. Yeah. So again, king of commerce, a lot of cool stuff. Um, I will say like highlights for me. I mean, just being with you, scene and, and walking around, and we got to experience a lot of really cool things. Um, mm -hmm. Short box through it, amazing. It was cool to, to meet to to not meet, but spend more time with those guys. They threw a great after party with CGC. Uh, very intimate, really cool. Um, just hanging out with them and yeah, that really was just like the Wait, highlight better than New York comic cons. Uh, yes, I would it say it doesn't yes. take much. Yeah, I would say yes. It was okay. about, yeah, there's like a hundred people. Um, oh, wow. But, and it was cool. It was like, I forgot what the place is called, but they have a bowling alley on the second floor. It's, it's, it's crazy. Huh. So, being with you seen in friends was crazy. We got to, Oh, we got to meet up with uh, Darth Chaco, uh, who, is for you guys who don't know is an as an amazing Star Wars uh, creator on TikTok and their platforms. We got to talk for a day, uh, so that was really fun. We met up That's on cool. Sunday, and then I will say this: really, again, and this is where I'll dovetail into Terrificon, which I think is I'm gonna put it out right now. I have not been to Heroes Con, which I heard is an amazing convention in North or South Carolina. Terrificon, in my opinion, is the best con hands down and i'll tell you why in a second and it's not the biggest con it's not like the most flashy whatever um san diego was cool because it was a throwback to comics uh but it was still packed a lot of commerce um and there were some moments there that were absolutely jaw-dropping uh, me and you seen and when i posted the video we got to uh see you know we were at jr hanging out with jr and you know, as as you as many people know, his father passed. The legendary John Romita Senior passed this mm -hmm. year. I mean, talking about an icon, it's not even a question for me. It's he's the guy who made Spider Man. I think I, I was looking up his. Uh, so this is his first Spider Man cover, um, and I got a, a tribute. Basically, like a lot of artists doing their interpretation of Spider Man on this cover. Now, um, what was I saying? So. Uh, we just were hanging out with him, talking to him, getting this signed, you know, whatever. And I feel a presence over my left shoulder. And I thought someone cut the line or whatever. And it's not a big line. It's probably 20, 30 people or whatever. And I look over, it's Todd McFarlane. Hmm. And I'm like, 
okay, what, what's going on? Like it took me and you seen a second to kind of comprehend and digest what was going on. And, um, and so Todd, I mean, talk about a moment in time. Todd came to pay his respects basically. And so we watched the moment I, I looked at you seen go start, start recording this. Cause he had my phone and you know, you, you could feel the emotion of the moment and how special it was. And, and Jr. even said to him, he's like, I know why you're here. And I just want to tell you, I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And I was just like, just to be a fly on that wall for something that special mm -hmm. um, is cool. You know, like it, it was yeah. the, the complete luck. And again, I, it's for a, you know, a, a tough moment and for something that's really difficult, but mm -hmm. just to see that and see two, you know, two comic book icons, you know, talk and hug and, and, and JR's like, you want to come hang out? And he's like, Oh no, I have to go to a panel. I just wanted to come by and say hi. And basically again, it was paying his respects, you know? And yeah. Wow. I mean, just, just absolutely. Wow. So that really sums up San Diego to me is, is, uh, you know, there was a lot of cool things. There's some cool photos. You seen yeah. was really working the room and talking to some really cool uh, anime companies. And there's like so many installations and cool things. So it, it's just a really cool event that everyone should go to at least once. And I'm actually glad I don't, I'm not glad there's a strike. I'm glad it was this year. Cause I, I, I went to D 23 during the Marvel panel and stuff like that. It's just a, it's a, it's anxiety inducing. I got to hear and wait for three yeah. hours and get in the panel. This, there was really no pressure. It was just kind of walk around, explore. Um, and then one more thing and then I'll shut up. Terrific con was last weekend and it was me, just me and my wife and my wife is like seven months pregnant. So it's obviously it wasn't, we didn't go full force, but for those who live in the Connecticut area or the Northeast and our con fans and our comic fans, um, and we got to get Mitch, who, who's the founder of Terrific Con, on, on the show at some point. It is the best con. It, it feels like we're in the 80s. We're fans mm -hmm. of comics. I talked to Al Milgram for like hours. And then we're there and Art Adams comes over and is talking to him about all the people they they helped to get started. And and you you Walt Simonson turns around and he's signing. He's like, I've signed more Throg photos in the past couple months than I have in my entire career. And like... You just have all these icons, Chris Claremont sitting there with his dog hanging out. Like it is just the coolest thing. Um, Josh Segura, who is an awesome actor. You guys know Pug from She-Hulk and you had Sean Gunn there. They're just walking around. They're getting autographs from their fans themselves. You don't mm -hmm. see this anymore. And it makes me so nostalgic for like the times when it was like, and everyone's staying at the same hotel. So, you know, you, you see people getting dinner and like, I just, I mean, I, again, I don't know if I'm that getting that old guy, like get off my lawn, but I just can imagine the times that, you know, 20 years ago where you stay at a convention and like, oh, Stanley's walk in the lobby or, you know, John Romita's there sign, you know, I, and, you know, yeah. we'll never get those days back. But I, I highly recommend for anyone who is a fan of, of this stuff and seeing stuff like go to Terrific Con. It's not expensive. It's at the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. And it is two years now I've gone. And both times I've walked away with an experience that is will last a lifetime, you know, just yeah. having fun, talking about stuff. Al Milgram telling me about being a kid in Michigan and going to the comic shop and getting, you know, Fantastic Four five or six because five didn't come out in his area and they were spotty. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's why five is worth so much aside from its first doom. But yeah, it's just really interesting and, and such cool to get. We love origin stories and getting people's stories and you get that and then some and with that i am done and i will shut up that's that's the thing i think like okay so i've been 
I have been going to conventions. I, I, I've, I've always like, like eyed San Diego Comic-Con. You, you, you grew up, you know, knowing that was like the big destination. That was a big destination. I know like in the early 2000s and then in the early 2010. Um, and then it's become kind of hit or miss when it comes to productions, like announcing things, it would, you know, like people weren't going to be at Hall H and all that kind of stuff. I, I almost kind of feel like things like C2E2, C2, actually, I wouldn't put C2E, even though C2E2 is with Reed Pop. So like New York Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con would be in my mind, be like destination type conventions. Yeah, it's very much kind of like the Disney world of of going to conventions. There's lots of things to do and see. You may yeah. not get to everything. And when you come back, it's almost like everything is a blur and you have to go back and look at pictures and be like, oh yeah, that actually happened. Whereas places, if you don't want me interjecting one second, and I'm trying to get better at interrupting, but before I forget to your point, and you woke up something in my head for those who don't know, NYCC is the Javits Center, and it's this big, huge building, and Mm -hmm. it's on the west end of New York City. Now, New York City, there's tons to do, but it's kind of isolated on the west end, like, there's not like it's the convention and that's it. There's a Dunkin' Donuts across the street. And There's whatever. lots of construction going on around it. And it's probably yeah. going to be like a big city center later on. But right now it's just that. San Diego. And then I will shut up for real, but you jarred something loose. Another thing that was unique that I experienced for the first time this year is the, in, there's a, an entire downtown by the convention center where if you walk, so the convention centers here, if you walk out, and you go and me and you seen we're like floored and it's it's hot. You know, it's the summer and even in San Diego, it's like 80 and you're sweating mm-hmm. and, and you've been whatever. But the whole town is taken over. Yeah. And so it's really cool. Like the restaurants, obviously, since COVID, every, there's all the stuff that's set up outside. Everyone's got their badges on. They're wearing them. They're walking around. And there's even installations like we spent. It's a downtown, a really cool downtown. There was uh, only murders in the building. We couldn't find it, but there was. We could tell it was in the downtown area. There was a couple other things. So to your point, it is a destination, and it, it felt what jarred loose is it does feel like Disneyland. Like the yeah. whole area is all San Diego, and I don't think New York has that feel. Like you walk out of New no. York Comic Con and you're going home. See, to eat, yeah. We went. It was isolated as well. San Diego, you walk out and you go across the train tracks, and it's all these little downtown like restaurants and shops and whatever. And so you can go grab some food if you want, or you can go, there's a couple installations and everything is they've, they've literally, what's it called when they, they cover the bill, they've covered the buildings in like different shows and movies, which we won't mention, but different shows and movies and stuff coming out. It Mm -hmm. feels like universal studios. It feels like Disneyland. So sorry. I just wanted to like, no, but like that's exactly Yeah, and I, I took C2E2 out of that mix because I think if you really go and you look at it, like like especially when we went to New York Comic Con last year, there were lots of different big exhibits for different things. Like I remember probably my favorite thing was the Wonders of Xandar, which was a big old yeah. exhibit for the Cosmic Rewind um, ride at Disney World. And I, I still have fond memories of that. I still have the Zarg nuts. And so like, the, like there are those experiences that you could easily miss them and it'd be like, oh, you didn't do that ride or you didn't do this thing. Um, and I love that about New York Comic Con because, like, you had all that stuff. C2E2 kind of felt a little bit more intimate, in my opinion, in the yeah, Repop, like yeah. family because it was so much more vendor centric. And, like, you had all of the vendors and the, you know, the things going on. And mind you, I could just have, I could just be completely, you know, 
showing favoritism to C2E2 for the fact that we had our booth there and it, mm. and then we had our first panel and it was just like so much so much fun. Um but like things like you know Awesome Con and Terrific Con, they're they're more centered for the experience with people and you can really sit down like some of my best engagements with people happened at Awesome Con. I remember going and like you go to get the celebrity autographs and I, I we were talking about this earlier. Brian T was, was right there and yeah, nobody was coming that. up to him. And so like, I'm just, I just stood and I said, Hey, listen, absolutely. I'm going to get something signed. I'm a big fan. And so we sat and talked and he told me about like projects he was going to be in like years before he was doing them. He you know, it was like the whole thing. Don't tell anybody, but this is actually coming down the road. And like, so I knew about a show he was going to be on. I knew about a movie he was doing, you know, before it happened. I remember going up to Judith Hogue and she was talking about how, you know, she was angry because she got snubbed from a movie. Um, like they filmed her in it as it was a cameo role because she played a character that was being played by somebody else. I'm trying, I'm doing my best not to like give specifics, but they like completely cut her out. So she was like, like really unhappy with it. Um, I remember meeting uh, Michael Bine um, and talking to him about working with Sigourney Weaver and they were talking at the time because there was talks about them coming back for a role. And so like, there was all of this stuff. And I remember just sitting down and having these conversations with people. Yeah. And it seems so intimate to the point of where like Brian T's like, Hey, let's take a picture. And then I told you, like, I, I, I met Allison Mack, which unfortunately that was like in her, <laughs> yeah, in her yeah, cold yeah. phase. I didn't know. I literally went to work like, like um, I think a month or two later. And I said, Hey, look, I got this picture with Allison Mack. And they go, you know, she has like a sex cult. And I'm like, I didn't know. So yeah. Yeah. Definitely interesting experiences you have when it's a little bit more of an intimate interaction. So since I'm on my promotion kick, I just uploaded something in real time, which is the beauty of restream talking. No, no, no. So look, I think this is a good example, right? Like look, conventions are, it's a mixed bag these days, right? Like it's hard to know what to expect to where you're going and it's hard to know the pros and cons and, and who should go to what. So with that said, we have a site coming out in a few months called the convention life. So I mean, might as well show a little teaser of what it's going to look like, which I I'm very excited about. Um, mm-hmm. And so you see, you know, C2E2 here, D23, NYCC, terrific con. And also you see here in the middle, you know, we went to C2E2 and one of the highlights for us was getting everyone's personal story, which that will be featured uh, heavily on the site is, you know, all the goers and, and what they're into and why they got into it and stuff like that. So just a little plug of something that's going to come out um, in, a, in just a few weeks to a few months. Um, and I love this mm-hmm. because if you are a convention fan, it is... I did the research last year and I'm not trying to give anyone ideas to like steal from us, but it's possible um, amongst the 27 viewers now. Um, But it's not, there's not really a one-stop shop to find out what to do. And like, as I got back into it the last couple of years, I remember looking into and being like, all right, what do I want to go to? And I'm getting, you know, I get, I have to have like kind of an addictive personality. Like clearly, I mean, if you look at this, like who does, I mean, even JR was like, who, what can tell yeah. you to take this classic cover and have everyone who has not worked on it, by the way, start putting into their own like spidey face. Um, mm-hmm. Like what? And I was like, 
I don't know. I get an idea in my head and I just start go, I go all in. I'm in like this like autograph kick now where I love getting original art and autographs. And I know every, you know, other people like to do that, but it would be nice to know where to go. Right. And then if you want celebrities, like where to, you know, like for, to each his own, like, what are you into? What's the best thing to go to? What would you like to go to? I mean, even b smaller cons, like look, big, Apple, big Apple comic con, which has been around for decades. And, um, the, the founder and organizer, we saw him in San Diego. He's a blast. Like he is a classic vet of the, the scene. Um, he's, he's great. I, I'm trying to remember his name. He, I, I, if I, if I saw him, I could point him out. He's awesome. He, uh, you know, for big apple con, which is a smaller one at the New York mm -hmm. hotel, he did a, a really cool interview with Roy Thomas for 20 of us, uh, in a room, just talking about star Wars and, and Marvel in the seventies and eighties. And, you know, then we did some signings afterwards. So it's just good to know what you're going to get depending on where you go. And like I said, I've always heard, I've always heard in the community, Heroes Con is an epic convention uh, down south. So that's one I want to definitely check out as well. So that will be convention life. So we'll throw that up there one, one more time, but that will be it. And I mean, I'm not, not really pitching much. Like this is not live. There's nothing to sell. I, and there's there's point. lots of options for this as well. Like there's lots of ways that we can do this to enhance the experience, not yeah. just for the fan, not just for the convention goer, but also for people who are looking to do like let's say be vendors or you know artist alley exhibitors. You know we've we've talked about it. Like one of the things that I feel like because because if you don't know, like I've done I've done digital and spray paint art for conventions for for a number of years. I've been on that side of the table and. It's it's not easy with etiquette from people and like knowing like there's yeah. there's not really a good resource out there. Like I, I can tell you, I spent I spent hours upon hours going on YouTube, looking up how people would set up their booths. But there's no one that tells you really what you can and can't do or what's easy to do. So we, we want to make it, you know useful for every every facet of the convention yeah. experience so i was surprised yeah. to find out that there wasn't anything out there um and there are but they're just like a page full of links right like exactly links it's got the like, date it's got like the a link. calendar that's all it is yeah and there's a lot that have like look for like example like galaxy con right like it is so hard to quantify galaxy con because there's there's multiple galaxy cons there's the dig it's getting you know digital is getting more and more popular and this is great i mean this is a great show to talk about conventions yeah it is a weird thing like i've done a lot of galaxy con send-ins i'm even doing a send-in like look there's there's send-in and this should be a section on there as well there's a whole section for or a whole cottage industry for just sending stuff in so you don't have to go and trust right. me I take full advantage of that because my experience and Tony knows this very well. Mm -hmm. It is dreadful to wait in line all day while let's say maybe your, your business partner is walking around having the time of his life in New York city and meeting a bunch of people and having a blast. And you're stuck in line waiting for Michael J. Fox for five hours. Like it's, 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 but it was it's, worth it in the end. If you think I about know, it, I know, know, I'm just, I'm just saying like, have. you'll never get back. And even awesome con, which I really, I like, and it's, I think awesome cons kind of a smaller, yet great con you know karen gillum um who was delightful by the way and everyone knows she's delightful um was two hours late to that because they overbooked her for the photo ops now it's not her fault i blame this on the companies trying again the cash cow and that's what that's why i feel like terrific con is different like it doesn't feel like i mean there's a bunch of vendors and smaller people and whatever it just, you just doesn't feel like, mind too 
Yeah, it feels like an experience. It's not completely packed. And for my wife, who's seven months pregnant, it was it was nice. And yeah, whoever wants to comment, like, God bless her for coming with me. And like, everyone said that, by the way, and I know how lucky I am. I, it's just, I'm, I'm the older you get, the more you get to focus on experiences and stuff that you can hold on to. And like, a three hour conversation with Al Milgram about Popeye, which is how he got into that's his nerd origin story, like taking his mom's sheet paper that you put in closets and drawers and drawing Popeye on there. And I was like, wait, this is so cool. Like that's something you walk away from and you're like, wow, that was great. Waiting in line for three hours to get a signature is it's, it's nice in the end, but it's also like 20 years. You're not going to remember it. Yeah. So, so let's say this, cause like you brought up something when you're talking about like the photo ops too, cause we talked about this, we talked about this not, not so long ago. Um, there, there have been times where I have done the photo ops and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, early on, uh, my family jumped in we did like a whole group picture with Denai Guara, which That's awesome. she's an amazing person. If you've never met her in life, like I, I loved her as Michelle, but she's even better as a Koye. Like, but, but as a human being, she's just an amazing person. And that's what you want. Um, yeah, exactly. And so that was a great experience. I met um, Elizabeth Hensridge and I think it was like Brett Ward. Uh, um, yeah, like yeah they, they're, they're fun people. Um, we met, uh, what was it? Um, we did Haley Atwell a couple of years. Or we did Haley Atwell, which was yeah. interesting because she was about to go do the mission. In, never mind. Um, she was going <laughs> to film something and they, they had to keep her like separate from everybody because of like COVID and stuff. Wow. That was so easy to almost slip up. Um, but like, uh, met, um, a number of people and some of those, those photo ops were fantastic, but then at the same time, I'll be honest with you, I was more impressed with the selfies at the table. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. And people, people don't understand you're going to get in those selfies. You're going to get a much more intimate and personal yes. experience than yeah. you are going to be at the person where they, and literally yeah. if you've never done a photo op and you're thinking about doing one, understand this. You are going to pay for as much as, if not more than the autograph to stand in line, be rushed up to the person, be told what you cannot do. Dry, you have to hurry to drop your stuff off, get your picture, grab your stuff. And then they're going to charge you not only for the photo, they're going to charge you extra for the digital copy. And you could just go. And in some cases, it's it, it sometimes is initiated by the, by the, uh, the celebrity or it's in there if you get an autograph, like like for $15 more or $20 more, they'll take a selfie with you on your phone that you don't have to yeah. ask for anything yes. else. Well, so he so yeah, get this. So terrific con, and that's what happened. Like, I'm not a big photo guy because I think it's because of my past experience for about you know 15, 20 years working in entertainment. And so like that came naturally with work. And like when you interview people. You know, you, you, I didn't do it all the time, but it was very rare. No, it wasn't rare, but it would, it would take a special circumstance to take a photo. You know, James Earl Jones, Mark Hamill, these kind of things. Like, I got to get a photo with you. You know, you're an icon. If there was other things, you, you know, you don't want to feel like you're encroaching. So you're kind of like, you do an interview and then you get up and you go. And sometimes there's this video involved as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I, I, I don't go, you know, again, same as anything else to each his own. Some people really love the photos and the memories. Some people love the autographs. I'm more of an autograph guy. Cause I think it's just cool. And you have something to hold on to and, you know, give to my unborn son, you know, in two months, it's, it's cool. Yeah. But terrific con made it so easy where like Sean Gunn, right. And 
and I like say his autograph was 40 bucks. They're like, Oh, an extra 20. We'll, we'll, we'll throw in a selfie. And you're like, okay, why not? Like, it's not going to be yeah. also, you're not waiting in an extra line. It's not three. The time is the biggest thing. You're not waiting an extra line. You're not paying a hundred. You know, some of these photo ops are insane. If you look up, go, yeah. go to NYCC.com and look up, you know, it's Epic photo ops and see how much they charge. And it's, it's crazy. And I'd rather just take a, like you said, take a selfie. Sean Gunn took four pictures with us. And he was like, let's do a smile. Let's do this. And let's he, he controlled the camera too, too. Didn't he, he was like, holding it. He was like, Oh, I got the longest. Yeah. I'm going to take it. Like that's a normal human being experience. And that's what I want. I don't want to have this weird, like, oh, there's, and you know, when COVID, there's a glass thing between some people. And I think that's what you're saying with, ha with Haley. Like it's, it, you know, and that's not always going to be. You know what? The photo ops remind me of like going to get a picture of Santa Claus. That's, yes. that's literally how it yes. is. And not, no knock against it because a lot of people love having those things. And that's great. And so it's fine. I just think there's an easier way to do it and a, a cheaper way. And let's not get it mistaken. Like, We've had phones for a long time and now our phones, the cameras are, are just as good as anything else. There's no reason. I remember when selfies were starting to get big and I think it was the mid 2010s, right? And I remember going as a, not as a fan, as a, as a professional covering NYCC, Stan was still alive. And I remember sitting in a line and I, I wasn't doing anything, but I was like just doing interviews and walking around. And I think it was like 50 bucks to take a selfie with Stan Lee or something, right? Or, or 50 or 60 bucks that would be like $200 now and you'd have to wait three hours. And this was part of the, you can make the decision when you got up there, Th this doesn't need, this is what gets me. It does not need to happen. You can cut down the lines. You can cut down on the crowding. You can cut down. There was almost a riot when we had the Michael J Fox thing, because there was thousands of people in one area at NYCC. And I've not been, I've not minced words about this. Like this was a dangerous thing last year. They did instead of, they didn't hire enough people to organize the lines and there was time frames and the time frames didn't mean anything. If you had a 115 or a 515, everyone just kind of bum rushed the thing. And it's scary. And it happened to we a lot of if you're in the comic industry, you know what happened to Peach Momoko last year, where she like hit under the table yeah. because they bum rushed her and she's the nicest person alive. So yeah, it just doesn't need to happen. Like I can't get more animated about it. It doesn't after going to terrific well, con, you okay. see how the other half lives. But Josh you, you also realize, hold on, but you also realize when you go to these conventions, especially these big ones, you, you understand there's a level of the, where these guys are coming in with these, these tight, these large carts full of comic books where they're, where all of their intentions yeah, are yeah, money off of these there. people. Yeah. So that, that, that adds to the, 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 the drama of it all. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause it's people, I mean, look at Terrificon, I will say this and they weren't that bad of lines, but the longest lines were Chris Claremont and Walt Simonson. For those who don't know, Claremont, obviously an iconic X-Men writer and Walt Simonson, an iconic Thor um, author and, and, and artist uh, and mm -hmm. next to his wife, uh, his lovely wife, Louise Simonson, who I just I love couples that work in the industry together. And uh, you, know, you can tell they've been together for decades. And Louise actually is a, an acclaimed writer who's done a lot of great stuff. And you couldn't tell if the line was, was, and she didn't have much of a line. I walked up. I was like, I want to get her autograph. Like Walt Simonson's an iconic yeah. one day I'll get his autograph, but they had the longest lines because they were free. The only thing they were charging Chris and, and Walt was, I think at least for the first book, I'm not sure past that was a donation to hero initiative, which I think mm -hmm. is again, terrific con is a huge supporter. I mean, I can go on and on, like watch, watch yeah. Nick, end up being like a serial killer just kidding but like i I'm, I'm going i'm raving about this guy and this convention and you know like 
they're donating to charity and to artists. It's really for the community. And that's what I yeah. love. Like, I can't say it enough. Like I really can't. And so seeing Josh, Josh Segarra, who, if you saw a photo, you know who he is, we should pull it up. I mean, whatever, but um, you know, he's in a ton of stuff and he's walking around getting um, I think Tom King's autograph and he's wearing a, an ultimate warrior t-shirt and he's, I mean, that's what you want to do. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. And not like, you know, D23, let's, let's not, we don't have to hammer on NYCC all the time, but D23, I remember um, Kevin Feige was walking the floor because I think he just wanted to walk and see the exhibits and talk to fans. And his handlers ran in immediately and were like, you got to get out of here. Like, no more photos, like, stop. And it's like, the, what is the point of all this then? This is all supposed yeah. to be, Kevin Feige is a huge comic fan. And if he can't enjoy it, if I was him, I'd be like, get out of my face. Like, yeah, D23, Anthony, Anthony was able to get a, a photo with him. He right? ran in there, got a photo yeah. with him. Like, you know, because otherwise, like, and I understand, like, you don't want to get mobbed and there's got to be careful. And I can't imagine what Stan went through. And I can't imagine someone like, you know, this year at NYCC in two months, we got Chris Evans. You got Ewan McGregor. I think they're the guests of honor. You have a lot of big names. And, you know, there's no way Chris Evans can, like, go anywhere, right? But I, I, I just, like, and I feel for them. And I also think it, I, I, I love the, the time warp back in time where everyone's having fun. You're, you're, you know, you're, again, you're, you're building bridges and making relationships. And, and that's, that's the whole thing. That's what it should be about. And it's not, everyone's trying to cash in, which is what I feel like. And maybe I, you know, yeah. had a, had a, maybe I had a bourbon earlier with dinner and like, I'm, I'm being more open than usual, but you know, I think everyone just is trying to cash in and, and it really kind of gets, it gets old after a while, even, and this is where I'll stop my rant, but even, you know, we went to dinner at, at uh, Michael Jordan steakhouse, um, in the Mohegan sun after terrific con, even the bartender was like talking to us. Oh, what is that? What's that hat? Oh, is that, he asked me again, like, I think it's the second time we've gotten it. Is that a, a Dallas North stars hat? And I was like, no, it's nerd initiative. Like it's <laughs> gave him the card and like, it's just a really good experience and everyone's having fun and you see everyone got their things on and, and it's mm -hmm. everyone's part of it. And it's just, it's a cool thing. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just wish other things were like that where you walk away and being like, cool. And it's not like this, you know, cash grab for people like, Oh, we're going to get like a thousand photo ops. And they're like four hours late because they got to make sure to do it because everyone's paid and then they prepaid and the money's there. And it's like, and that's another thing. They don't do a lot of prepaid at terrific con. So right. if the line gets cut off, the line gets cut off. I mean, it happened with, Walmart. yeah, there's a lot of rain checks and a lot of issues that happen with that, that well, they have, they have spotters who, and that's it. And I will say to their credit. And again, it's, it's not connected. And New York comic con, and San Diego Comic-Con are not connected. So for those who don't know and have never noticed, there's a hyphen in one of them, I forget, and not, I think it's purposely. So one is Comic-Con and one is Comic-Con because they're trying to show that they're not affiliated with the same company. Right. And for San Diego, they had spotters and there was a lot of people, whether it was merchandise or artists or whatever, and, and mostly merchandise, like there was stuff that was hot to get like, Oh, get this now. Like there was Funko trading cards that just came out and things like that. There's people mm -hmm. at the end of the lines being lines cut. So you don't waste your time, get up to the front and they're like, Oh, we're sold out or no, we're cutting the line here. And I've had that happen right. before. That's the biggest letdown of your life where you waited three hours and they're like, Oh, he's got it. He's, he's calling it a day. Come back tomorrow. And you're like, wait, what? What are you but also, with you? And then if you don't have a pass for the next day and then also, 
like a lot of these like these preset things like I, I remember we ran into this with new york comic-con last year where it was kind of like they had these draw like these these events where you had to you had to you do a virtual queue and get into and there are ways for people to break into that and it makes you know the average joe lose faith in being able to have a possibility of getting into something so you know it's I, I personally feel like, and I think that's where I kind of even awesome con as much as I love it. Like I, I, I don't enjoy it as much because this, the, the pre-order, the prepay type stuff, it means you're stuck there because a lot of times they give you a specific time that you have to be there. Yeah. And then at the same time, you're also in line with the people who didn't get a ticket mm-hmm. who were already in there. So it's not like pre-ordering gets you anywhere farther into the line. And the awesome con has their, their, if you get a premium pass, they like the line skip the, the jump, the jump passes, the line yeah. jumps, which works sometimes. Right. So for Andy circus, I just got a Funko sign and he was then a, a delightful human being, which I've heard. And, and it was nice to kind of like chat with him and he was smiling and talking to fans and it was great. And he like, someone was like, what someone was like, Oh, what's this photo? And he's like, Oh, that is uh, this movie that I was in. And I'm, I'm not going to do the accent. Cause I, I would butcher it. Um, and so, he was great. So that I waited in line five minutes in out. Great. Right. Karen Gillum, who probably was the biggest name there. Um, I was in the line jump line and it still was like a three hour wait. And well, I yeah, can't because imagine. a line jump doesn't do anything for you when you're, when she's two hours late. Well, it's two hours late. Plus everyone had a line jump. So we were like oh. probably a hundred people back. And I kept looking around and being like, what is the point of this? Like, w- this is crazy. I actually, if I hadn't have bought tickets, I would have been like, let's just go. And if I didn't have to get something, yeah. you know, when you and you said pre-ordering, I think that's the problem is like they know it and they know they got you. And if you oh, Kobe's on and they know that if you have bought it, you're going to stick around. So you're not going to like just you're not going to give up and and bail. I, I, I don't agree with that mentality. I think mm-hmm. wait, you know, and like I said, it, at you know, terrific there was. You had John Wesley Shipp, who is, for those who don't know, like one of the original Flashes on TV. And he's also, he's the father in the Flash show. I'm allowed to say that, right? Like, I'm not even talking, not promoting it or anything. Uh, yeah, whatever. He's a, a great actor. He was super nice. He made it out, like, a little Funko got signed. No one, he had like five people in line. And I think it's just a really good experience. And you get to talk mm-hmm. to people. And we were talking about the kids. He was like, oh, who should I make this out to? And I was like, for those who don't know, my son's going to be named Luke. Um, so we was like, oh, to Luke and our dog. Hold is on. Hold on. Yeah. Hey. Luke and Leia. Yeah. Our little mini golden retriever that you saw um, that was getting her 15 minutes of fame. We'll throw that up real quick. That's Princess Leia. And our our, our son is going to be Luke. So um, and so he was signing it to Luke. And then he was like, oh, when's it? You know, when's he due? And then like, you know, due in October. And we, it just you don't get that experience uh, anywhere else. And, and Kofi's right. Uh, you, you, you can't like, especially you remember, and then we probably should start to wrap, I guess it's almost at an hour, but you remember what I was like at C2E2. So I had, I had sent in some stuff for Chris Evans and, you know, he's really doing the circuit right now. I think Chris is doing it. You and McGregor's doing it. You can tell when people are doing the circuit. Like Chris has done C two E two. He did something else recently too, and now he's doing NYCC. So right, um, he's doing like 
and, and thank you, Becky. Uh, he's doing a lot of conventions. And so, but at the time I'd gotten like a ticket. I purposely got it for like Sunday, like tried to get like the least crazy day. And I, I got it for, I don't think I'm going to show anything weird, but I got it for this helmet that I have signed um, by him now. Um, let's see if I can get this over. Yeah, there, it there is. you go. See the Captain America helmet, right? So, um, so I got, I wanted to get that signed and just the amount of anxiety I had going into, I was like, oh, it's Chris Evans. He's the biggest name here. Clearly. And I was like, this is going to be awful. Now to see to his credit, it was organized really well. It was about a half hour. We got there early. We got in line. We went up and Chris could not have been, I've interviewed him before. So I knew, but he couldn't be more gracious. I missed a really great opportunity to make a joke. Cause I was like, Oh, long day for you. And he was like, he was like, ah, I can think of so many worse things to do today. And I was like, ah, like super nice guy. We walked out my wife looks at me. She goes, so he was saying he could do this all day. And I was like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. So yeah, really upsetting. Um, I literally set him up and teed him up and basically did not close. Um, which he probably knew that that was possibly like going to go there. And he's like, I'm not feeding into this. I'm not uh, I didn't even mean it. Cause I, I just, I, I, that's my go-to for, for celebs and people that are signing all day. I feel for them. And I'm like, Oh, it's been, it's, it's literally my generic thing. Like when I'm in autopilot and I'm like, ah, oh, it's been a long day for you, huh? You know? Cause usually it's like, yeah, my hand's killing me or whatever. And he's just like, ah, oh, he was so gracious. And, and <laughs> we walked out and Eric is like, you missed the best opportunity ever <laughs> to make a yeah. joke. And so, yeah, whatever. But it was organized really well. But you you remember the anxiety on my face after mm -hmm. NYCC. And I'm like, oh, is this going to be a three? I don't I want this to be over. I want to get the autograph and then call it a day. Yeah. And um, luckily, it wasn't that bad. But most of the time, it's really bad. Yeah, I think that's why I think that's why Awesome Con, you were more apt to do something like get more autographs, because I think it wasn't as bad at C2E2. It could have been worse. Um, but New York Comic Con did definitely like that's one thing I would say. I love New York Comic Con for a lot of things. I will tell you, the, the congestion was terrible, which I'm not looking forward to. Well, I am looking forward to it a little bit. I like being around a lot of people. Um, I'm not looking forward to germs. Uh, but second of all, I love like the exhibit floor. I love interacting yeah. and running into yeah. people. And and it's one of the first places where I was able to actually get sit down. Like, you know, like when I go somewhere, I'll get recognized at least once. Mm -hmm. But like at New York Comic Con, it was like my people. It's like my nerds. Like, like, yeah, like running into people that I knew and just being you able to hang out with people. You want the fun experience and, of hanging out with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. 100%. Um, so let's 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 get ready to wrap up. There are a couple things we want to go ahead and talk about real quick. Um, first thing I want to I want to just mention is uh, if you don't know, we have a we have a network of nerds. I say it that way of content creators, influencers in our in our team that are doing phenomenal stuff. We've talked about ODPH Ken. Uh, we've talked about paperweight entertainment, uh, Derek. Um, and like, you know, you guys know Pooja and you guys know Mickey and everything for all of the stuff that they do. And of course there's Jeremy and there's so many people we could, we could definitely talk about. Yeah, We have a great, um, we have a really, really great core team. And, but I would, I would, amazing stuff. but I would just say this, there are, there are also a number of creators that are just in the background being supportive, being positive within our community of nerd initiative members. And, um, one of them is kind of like, one of them is is mm. is 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 in need, and yeah. I wanted to just explain. Um, I am Batman nine one five is on TikTok. Um, he's been a great support. He's one of those guys where you'll literally he'll, he'll just give slabs away 
and he's uh. you know like just just a just a good dude uh just always positive um has helped us out on a number of occasions um but he was in a car accident not too long ago and he's in need of surgery he's also got kids to take care of and so if you see in the up upper left hand corner of the screen um you'll see a qr code this is to a gofundme he's he he put this there to try to get some help because he's got you know the bills the surgery he was basically t-boned um not of any fault of his own and is is on bed rest he's 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 struggling um, and if you would be willing to drop, he, he's not even put a large amount on there. Um, it's, I think it's literally like the goal is $5,000 and you can tell that's him just trying to make things meet. Um, yeah. but if you wouldn't mind going there and, um, you know, every little bit helps, um, share this. I mean, you don't have to, again, yeah, share it, yeah. let people know this is a really good guy in need and he's always the first to offer to give like 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 tony said like he never like anytime we talk about i mean you have to kind of shut him down sometimes where, where he's like oh he's like i got slaps for that i got things i'll give like he's just a a good good guy and and i and you know me and tony um didn't even know i think it was mid-july it happened i, I had no idea i, I guess mm -hmm. we've been really focused on this and traveling and, and so much stuff and i had no idea and um th there's no I don't want to compare like, Oh, there's no one that's more, that's, that's more deserving. I mean, there's so many people that are, but this is a really good person. And so even if just like sharing this and telling people about it, it, it really, we'd appreciate it. Cause again, we want to just do what we can to help, help people out. And, and especially someone like this, who's a, a good friend and, and, you know, yeah, I can't say yeah. that enough. Yeah. And we're going to leave that up there, but that also brings up, you know, this is not the only instance where we've heard about recently, um, of a car accident. Um, I'll let you explain a little bit of this, but, uh, but Donnie Cates, um, comic book writer basically lost six months of his life. It's the craziest um, thing ever heard. And, yeah. and, and having to deal with this, but go ahead, Michael. And you want to explain a little bit? Well, okay. So yeah, basically, um, I, he, this is, this is where things get weird and this is social media and the internet, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, look, there's celebrity stuff that we've seen along the years or whatever, but basically he's, kind of been quiet for a, quite a while now and and people started to question like what happened and you know all the rumor mills started to swirl and, and all this stuff like that and so you know crazy rumors and whatnot and so he was at san diego and i think people hadn't seen him in forever and i forgot who it was i'm in the store i think bleeding cool i also didn't know that he used to be a contributor for bleeding cool which is really interesting and then obviously mm -hmm. he's now like a really top-notch writer who just like does the some of the craziest storylines it's he's great um and so basically like they they caught up with him and were like hey you know where, where you been what's going on blah blah and he just told him he's like yeah i've been essentially he doesn't remember months of his life he got into a really bad accident like i'm not going to describe it it was bad but there's photos out there that he shared and um just wanted to he he actually really it's funny Media and people doing interviews get a bad rap sometimes, but I think the ones that do, and I hope we are in this place one day, mm -hmm. not a situation like this, but that we are in the minds that like in people's minds like that. Um, he came to bleeding cool and, and another outlet and was like, I want you to, to talk to me because I want you to set the record straight. Cause I t trust you and I know you. And I hope, like, like I said, I hope people think of us that way where we're not looking for sensational or clicks or, you know, it's not like that. We want to just build relationships and stuff. So 
he basically just admitted what happened. Like he's also went through a divorce. Like he, he got in the accident. He was in the hospital. He can't remember a lot of things. He had to like rehab, like everything. Like he had severe, like a, a brain injury, his scars. And like, so, I mean, look, I, I just think what's the, what's the moral of the story? You know, one, we obviously want to wish him well, a hundred percent. And we're hoping yeah. it seems like he's doing better. He's slowly, you know, I can't, I can't imagine, but I also think like, again, like, Let's not people should not be so quick to think something crazy, you know, to mark, yeah. you know, did he get fired? You know, I don't even know what the, the rumors were out there. I didn't even look. I didn't know. I, I, you know, whatever. But like, again, you never know what someone's going through. And I think Tony can agree with this. And this will be a great, you know, segue. Even when it comes to like trolling on the Internet or whoever, you just never know what someone's going through. We exactly. all everyone's going through really tough times now you know, COVID and then there's the economy is kind of weird or whatever. So if it, it just, just be more empathetic and, and, and try to lead with that and lead with like seeing how people are and reaching out and connecting to people. And, you know, it does seem like he's doing a little better. Um, obviously speaking now and, and, and stuff like that. And I hope he's able to get back into, he made, there was one comment he made there and then I'll hand it off to you. That was really, I mean, he's, he's a brilliant writer. So, I'm going to take him off the screen because it looks like you're leaning on him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's a brilliant writer. So obviously he's really quick with the quips and, and whatever. He said something about like he wasn't aware of something. Right. And he made it like a funny where he was like, oh, he's like, I didn't know I wrote Spider-Man. You know, like he basically like yeah. had forgotten something and he's making light of it. But man, that is scary um, to have that kind of, you know, brain injury and and, and lose those things. So we again we just wish him the best and I, I i hope he's doing okay physically mentally everything because that I, that's just i can't imagine this that's incredibly difficult absolutely you yeah, know i think that's i think that's the important thing like you were saying about the you know you can't ever assume anything about anybody you know um just be aware and and, and many of you who if you're watching you're a content creator you know this you know, only about 10% of, of real life ever, actually ever, ever shows up on this, you know, you know, on, on a, a profile page, on a TikTok video, you know, you don't get to see the full picture and, yeah. you know, you never really know people until you really get to engage and interact with them. And I think that's the thing. You can do that. You can build relationships and friendships, but you should never just automatically assume or, you know, go at go to bat or vouch for someone or, or even condemn someone based off of the little information that, you know, that's contained within this screen, yeah. because you, you'll never know, you'll never know what a person is going through or what a person has done when it comes to, you know, accusations or anything else. Nobody's perfect. And there's been a lot of stuff going on and I don't want to really touch on it too much, but even even in like the music industry and everything else, the perceptions that people have for celebrities can easily be doused because of an action that they do or an accusation that they receive. And even even, you know, your celebrities, they, first of all, they should never be your moral compass. You should never live oh, like, no. based no. off of people that you see on the Internet or television or movies. But at the same time, you know understand that they are people and they're not perfect and you should never expect perfection out of them. Um, it's easy for us. And we talk about this in the auspice of us being in a show called fandoms. Um, you know, we, we sometimes live our life, 
you know, based in the fantasy that we build, um, whether it's, you know, our identity as a Marvel fan or a Star Wars fan or whatever it is, you know, those things can easily disappoint you. And instead of, you know, being a toxic fan or, you know, being upset or ranting because you see that there are screws in Star Wars or, you know, different things like that, you, you just have to be able to understand that it's not real life, be able to separate it, you know, a bit, but at the same time, finding a, finding that balance of, of enjoyment and, and not letting it dominate your life and what you do. I think I went on completely different spectrums of this, but again, like things are, things are, things are never perfect and they're never going to be perfect. And um, just be careful. And at the same time, don't, don't go, you know, on a bandwagon just because you think you know what you know, based off of a little bit of information that's out there. Yeah. Cause there's too do much your, do your own, do your own research and enjoy the, the stuff for what it is. Enjoy the art for what it is. Enjoy the person, what they do for what it is. But yeah, you know, the old age, the older I get, the more these old adages ring true. Don't judge a book <laughs> by its cover, you know, you know, all that stuff. Just get to know the person or whatever before you, you think anything. Cause you really don't know. That's, that's the yeah. bottom line. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And again, one last time, go to the QR code for, um, for Batman. Um, Like go to it, share it, whatever you can do. Uh, It really is, is key. I think, well, I'm going to post this on, on my personal stuff as well. And just like, you know, not cause it's cool, but there's someone who's a good guy or a good person Mm -hmm. who's in need. Um, that's the core of everything. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I can say about that is just, you know, you know, tell people whatever, whatever you can do. Yeah. Um, that, and if you listen, if you can't donate, cause listen, it's, it's hard, hard times for everybody, at least share it, you know, that's just what I'm share yeah, it on social media, yeah. reach out. Yeah. Um, by all means. Um, Michael, anything else you want to say? No, that's it. Oh, last once again, congrats, Emma. Um, set yeah. up your 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 giveaway and many more to come. Uh, we should throw up. You know, I don't. We allowed, were we able to throw up two QR codes at once. You I know, don't think we are, but oh yeah, we are. Oh, technology. Um, <laughs> yeah, reach out to us, contact us, um, and you know, let us know. We're going to do a ton of more giveaways. I'm mm-hmm. excited to start getting some of these boxes out of my apartment um with, with these all these goodies in it and so here we go <laughs> so yeah and then also don't forget to also check out the new show um the wait no that's not it well that's, that's the comments the bullpen yeah. yeah i don't think we have um, a QR over the we, new show <laughs> we don't have, oh we gotta do that okay so we'll we'll make sure i thought that was the one for that check so, out the bullpen yeah. which is yeah check I out mean, the bullpen i mean especially with no movies and tv currently you know we're standing with sag and wga our comic content is off the, off the hook right now with, you know, under Ken's guidance and with JJ and Marty and Maddie, I mean, and, and, and Derek, um, who, uh, is, you know, our new managing editor as well. Like check it out. It's, it's mm-hmm. really good. I mean, the stuff they do and the amount of work they put in is, is second to none. So I, I can't, we should have a whole episode just talking about how great they are. I mean, we can go on and <laughs> on, but yeah, <laughs> go check that out, please. But also make sure you check out, uh, turn a page every was it Tuesday night? Tuesday night Tuesday night every Tuesday night um even if you just want to learn uh, and the, the, I just love that they're going through comic book runs um yes. Yes. I 
I have not been more compelled to pick up a comic book than I was, you know, even though I've read some of that to go back and read it again. And um, absolutely was, was fun. It was informational. It was not a back and forth debate. It was a, this is what I love. This it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was a, it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, exactly. Getting to watch. It was it. like a book club. It was literally yeah. like a book club. Yeah. It's really fun. And so, it's a home run and it, it, yep. it is it's going to be really cool as they go through and people will can pick and choose, you know, oh, I didn't I, you know, I wasn't in the series or they'll check it out or, oh, I've always wanted to talk about this. You know, Secret Invasion was it was so it's so funny and it, it brought up so many memories. I haven't it's been a few years since I read Secret Invasion and um, mm -hmm. great run by Bendis and the art is awesome. And so just remembering all those things. You know, the, you know, the wasp yeah. and, and all these little details that, that I'd forgotten. So it, it's it's a really it's it's a great it's a home run. It's a great show. Ken is the maestro behind it. Tom Craven, who from the hashtag yeah. show is, is great. And then Maddie, you, you know, again. Oh, last but not least, Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know, um, the, we were doing a little where's Waldo trying to find it because I again. And then we really should wrap but. I will say that was cool too. Even if you have Red Sea Invasion and you think you know everything, learning that, you know, the artist, uh, you know, who's an amazing, you uh, was embedding Howard the Duck secretly in all these major battle scenes. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wait, I never did this. And then, so we were looking, you know, in real time, we're like, oh, and then we're like, we found him. And then so I think it was Tom or someone else is like, I see him. And so I was able to pull up and zoom in. <laughs> That's just fun. It's just good, clean fun, you know? And yeah. so, got to check it out on tuesday nights at 8 p.m it is a fantastic show so absolutely yeah. yep so so definitely check those things out and we will see you guys in two weeks um michael thank you so much as always uh we'll we'll see what guests we're gonna have on um just to let you guys know we have reached out to sag aftra if a, if a if a deal hasn't been struck um we may end up having somebody from the union to sit down and talk with us a little bit more so we're we, we are working on that um but uh if you guys have any suggestions or recommendations please feel free to uh shoot their names by i know we had a couple which i will be reaching out to in the next couple weeks um but with that said um i'm tony this has been michael and uh thank you for joining us for phantoms <laughs>